0: that asks one simple question. Won't you be? Won't you be? Please, won't you be our neighbor? And now the digital equivalent of the couple in the upstairs apartment who always use their outside voices, Alison Goldberg and Jennifer Jamula. (laughs)
1: Hey everybody. I'm Jen. I'm Allie. Welcome to Two Girls, One Podcast. Allie and I are performers who use the internet as our script. For a lot of years, we performed Reddit threads, Craigslist posts, all sorts of things like that from the internet, live on stage in front of an audience. Then we started a web series called Two Girls, One Show. You can find it on Hoohaha. And in that, we would interview people behind internet posts and go on scripted adventures. Now with Two Girls, One Podcast, we threw out the scripted part. And off the cuff, we're talking to, having interviews with, and just chatting with one another about internet communities and phenomena that we find interesting. So welcome. We're happy that you're here. Today is going to be pretty awesome. Uh, it's a really good blending I think of the online and uh, online community and community that exists in real life. We're talking about your very own neighborhood today.
2: We're talking about your neighborhood.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Who in, are your the neighborhood. in your
2: neighborhood. What's that song? <laughs> Allie, do you want to tell our listeners? (laughs)
3: All
2: right, guys, ignore her. Uh,
3: Allie,
1: if you could just be a little softer, it could be like an underscore.
2: (laughs) Okay, Do you you want to like hum it? You tell them and I'll
1: do it. Mm. Okay. Today, everybody, we're talking to the creator of Best of Nextdoor, a Twitter account that parodies <laughs> Nextdoor, the app that tracks sort of everything that's going on in your neighborhood. Um, I'm not a Nextdoor user. Are you guys, do you guys use Nextdoor? Thank you, Allie. I kind beautiful. of am.
2: Also, I don't think it's a parody. I think they just repost the most insane ones. Oh my god, you're so right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's I actually just the, the most kind. absurd real. post. I, I misspoke.
3: <laughs> so yeah, it's totally real. my neighborhood
2: uses Nextdoor, and there have been a lot of issues with packages getting stolen and stuff like that, and so I did join i have not once looked at it <laughs> but i'm on i'm on next door but, but i'm like off. i can't deal with more fucking notifications i can't do it mm. even right. though
1: i want to know who are the people in All right, the neighborhood. It, it. <laughs> tone it scale back matt <laughs> matt have you used it
4: i gotta say this is the most fascinating way that i've uh joined a whatever you might call it a social network a one of the ways you they get people to sign up is they they say oh print out f- 10 of these flyers and distribute them i live in a suburban neighborhood and just distribute them to the mailboxes of your your literal physical neighbors so i just came home one day and there was a a, a paper with a code and I was like, you know what? Like, my kids are in the school district now. Like, uh, you know, I want to know my neighbors and get to know what's going on in the, in the district and the, the whatever. You and I signed up. And I don't actually log into it. In but uh, I get emails once a day of like, I need a handyman. I need a, you know, here's a crib for sale. And, and it, it has almost zero value to me. But uh, I found <laughs> it, it brings fascinating. Me
2: nothing.
1: <laughs> it brings me nothing. <laughs> it but I, I haven't brought myself to quit. But
2: you know what? It does yeah. bring us. Comedy gold
1: (laughs) That's right (laughs)
2: Because this Twitter feed Has decided to repost All the best posts (laughs) (laughs) posts <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's things like people complaining about the scent of their neighbors doing laundry and you know the comment on that oh was like really God. you're going to complain about somebody doing laundry like you know that's good <laughs> that's a good thing we should be encouraging people to do <laughs> their we laundry should encourage
2: our neighbors to be clean one of my favorites is it? i left the front door open and my beloved roomba escaped he goes by the name steve <laughs> <laughs> and, and then they drew a photo of the roomba you could just copy and paste like an actual photo, right? Yeah, I never get hand why people drawn, drawings hand drawn, like and that. Yeah, and but then this it says, is, "But here's Steve. the
4: line: Is that trolling? Because I love all the Craigslist stuff that you guys perform in the show and in, in other places. And some of it is like earnest people who are just don't understand what they sound like on the internet, and the other half is like people who knowingly make fun of those people by posting on the internet. You know, so that sounds like I'm trolling curious a about the line. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, me too. I also (laughs) love, my husband found a dead parakeet on our driveway this morning. If your parakeet is missing, then stop looking for it, for it is not coming home.
1: (laughs) I'm curious if either of you actually speak to your neighbors outside of the app. I, I'm curious if it's changed for you over time, your relationship with neighbors, and if you now are talking to your neighbors.
2: Okay. Okay. Uh, well, my neighbor upstairs is making a lot of noise in addition to my insomnia. So I went upstairs to talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> and she's was very nice about it. <laughs> it. She's very nice about it.
1: Uh, Do you oh, feel like good. you guys are going to have a relationship, like no, a neighbor relationship? No, like, I don't. Okay. I
2: don't. But... Uh, But I I feel like in cities, I would love to be friends with my neighbors like that's the Best. I feel like being friends with your neighbors is more like who, generally, it's like who are you already friends with who happens to live in your neighborhood? I don't know.
1: Yeah. It takes a long time.
2: I have a very good friend, one of my favorite people in San Francisco, and she lives two blocks away, and it is fantastic because I can be like, Is that a over.
1: coincidence or did you meet her because you we live close? We
2: met. Uh, on a mountaintop in Utah, like you do. And then mm. uh, I hear Matt snorting, but that's how we met. And then <laughs> a few years later, I moved to San Francisco and she lives two blocks away.
4: <laughs> but this doesn't count. That's a previous exactly. friend. Exactly. I think, Jen, what you're asking is the strangers who live in your building or on your block. Why sh- Why we should we talk to talk them,
1: to if them, at all? Right. I,
2: I don't. I only talk to ones that I already knew, is my point. Mm-hmm. But it would be great. I say hi in the laundry room, and then people think I'm crazy. Really? And they're right.
4: This is this is tricky because, like, I'm fascinated. I, I've never, re, I've never lived in an urban uh, situation where you're literally sharing walls with people, walls and ceilings, as as you just alluded to. Um, so that is strikes me as a different animal uh, when it comes to neighbors versus like a suburban situation. Yeah. Right.
1: I haven't had a neighbor in a long time. The apartment directly next door to me has been empty, but somebody just moved in and I thought I was oh. going to be cool with it. I'm like excited, but every little thing I'm noticing is starting to get to me. And they're honestly not doing anything wrong. They must have been burning some incense and I got like enraged. And then uh they put a <laughs> fake plant on their Fucking hippies. And then they put a fake plant on their balcony next door to mine. And I woke up in the morning. and I could see it from my bedroom. And I thought, motherfucker, I'm going to have to look at this ugly fake plant every day when I wake up. Yeah. And then they had removed it the next day. I think they realized how ugly it was, too.
3: <laughs> oh, great.
4: Wait, but, did you say that out loud? Did you no, yell that out loud? No. It's fucking no. You thought you thought it. I you thought, thought you it. were using
2: your indoor voice, <laughs> but you were
1: using your outdoor yeah. voice. I just... I banged on the walls a few times. Yeah, she shouted it into the vent. She left a
2: little note that said, "Your plant is fugly." Yeah, <laughs> uh, posted on the oh door. You guys have horrible yeah. taste. neighbors.
1: Yeah. Neighbors are complicated. Yeah, it's complicated
4: because uh, you wanna you, you. The odds of actually liking someone who is like physically on top of you are so small. No, years right? ago in New York, think, I had a right.
2: sick situation where I lived in six C, and I was friends with six. D and 5A, and it was so much fun. And we would have dinners and like impromptu dance parties. Oh, it was the best. Well, that's
1: the dream. Mm-hmm. So, what's your neighbor such, Matt?
4: Uh, we live in a lovely suburban neighborhood. I, I wish I knew the people better, uh, like along the block, but directly next door, we have a lovely older couple. Uh, that we're just We're outside gardening They're outside gardening The woman just came over Rang the doorbell And gave us like Leftover pasta That she oh my had God, made Oh
2: I want Leftover pasta
4: Oh But it's a crapshoot Like yeah. They could easily be like shitheads. Well, listen, and then you, you can get just
2: that with like with them. I'm
1: more interested in are your
2: roommates, right? Yo, oh God, but it is really it. useful,
1: like just getting an impromptu conversations with my neighbors in my building, hearing like who replaced their heating units and stuff like that, like adult <laughs> stuff that I never thought Jen, I would give a fuck you about, but have now I'm like oh, I need that information.
2: Friends with your neighbors, because in New York, I view neighbors as anyone in your building. You've got your friend yeah, Lou, that's true. Judy, although now yeah, and I've got notes. my
1: friends. Judy moved. I have Alex and Wayne. Yeah, what up, you guys? Have, you what have up? a lot of neighbor friends. <laughs> yeah.
2: You yeah. yeah. You got a good, pretty sitch.
1: good, sitch. pretty, pretty good, pretty yeah.
4: But here's my, here's my big quandary for the 21st century. We live on the internet and we congregate with people that we share interests with or values with, and we, we become tribal with those people. Like we, we, we hang out uh, in these virtual spaces, like nearly 24 seven with people that we're tight with um, sort of philosophically. And then then for the rest of human history and the rest of your life, you kind of just plopped into a place and you have no control over what those people around you are like uh, and what they value. And that that is a really interesting, uh, uh, you know, quandary that I find myself in, uh, in this modern age.
1: Yeah, it makes me think of um, an aunt and uncle of mine who... I'm just going to say it were have been a little close minded over the years. And they had a neighbor who was a different religion from them, a Mm -hmm. family, and they definitely had some preconceptions about that family based on their religion. And then my aunt got sick with cancer and that family ended up, uh, you know, making them food and doing some small, but really meaningful gestures for them. And it completely changed my aunt and uncle's point of view, um, on it, uh, w- you know what their thoughts have been before about that religion. So, mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's useful to deliver on people who are like you and and to be connected to them in a meaningful way, not just to, to live close to them.
2: <laughs> That's nice. That's a nice story. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Mm-hmm. It
2: is. One of the only good things about online dating is I read a study that there are more interracial couples now cuz people are meeting outside mm-hmm. their circle. Well,
1: I'd love to hear what our guest has to say about that, but before we get to that we have to do some trivia. We do. It is Blech.
4: legally required. Uh-huh. Here is today's trivia. It's it's a big one. Uh so strap in. Who is the best objectively the best sitcom neighbor of all time?
1: Best as in like they're a kind and good person or like they're hilarious? <laughs> like they're yeah, what's the best? Mm-hmm. Best. Just the, the best.
4: best. Do we I- I get choices? <laughs> You got choices. Here are the choices. A, Kramer from Seinfeld. Clearly. B, Steve Urkel from Family Matters. Aww. Or C, Wilson... From home improvement.
2: Oh, Will I mean Wilson's. This, the this best is so neighbor. subjective. Didn't he like only give advice? It's Wilson. If it's well, yeah, what's your definition mm-hmm. of good?
1: Mm-hmm. No, it's best.
2: You we never saw his face though, so.
1: I know that's a little creepy. If I never saw my neighbor's face, I would definitely report <laughs> him. What if he had no <laughs> face? I- <laughs> oh next door. <laughs> I know. Who was more or less annoying? Steve Urkel or Kramer? Like if he if Wait, they I'm asked- just
4: I'm just imagining Jen <laughs> typing into next door like uh my neighbor, I've never seen my neighbor's face. He doesn't have a face. Uh, no, I definitely try to pick home, him up. Me.
1: It would be like, you have a face <laughs> behind the fence. <laughs> me trying to get your advice. Um, I don't know what the what the guidelines are here for best, but let's go with Kramer's the best. Why not? Ali said okay. it right away. Clearly the one. But I'm going with okay, Jen. Approved. Oh, you are? Okay,
4: okay. All right. So Jen's going with Kramer, A. Uh, Ali is switching her answer, her instinct, and going with Wilson. From home improvement
1: not the volleyball in that tom hanks movie got it thank you
4: for clarifying sure. Oh yeah, that's, we will, good. that's who, helpful. who was a neighbor oh, like, yo, wilson, like he actually
2: they, that That's a good i mean he really was there for him that's true till he wasn't <laughs> and,
4: and those were just circumstances uh he lived on the island yeah. wilson moved in yep. and uh they were neighbors
2: yeah all right i'm going with the volleyball that's my <laughs> official answer
4: okay <laughs> allie's going with choice d wilson the volleyball the we will find out the correct answer right. <laughs> <laughs> after the break
1: i got a question for you ali why are people always afraid of new things
2: because they're idiots no i'm just kidding <laughs> because robots are terrifying and they're gonna take our jobs and rise up and kill us all i assume yeah, we are talking but, about
1: robots i mean well that that's true but we're not, we're not really talking about I mean, we could be talking about robots but throughout history people have always resisted anything that's new like, did you know that people thought novels would corrupt the youth? I mean, have you read Twilight?
2: I yeah. I mean, not that I, I definitely <laughs> didn't read all the, all the Twilight books. Well, mm-hmm.
1: no, neither did I, but here's another one. People felt electricity went against God's plan for normal day and night cycles. Did you know that?
2: I mean, have you listened to this podcast? I have insomnia, so I think that they're maybe right.
1: <laughs> you listen to this one. Even coffee, <laughs> coffee, my great love in my life, coffee and chess, The game chess have been banned by kings for thousands of years yeah i mean they're both incredibly addictive you know it really puts that whole back in my day thing into perspective that's what the pessimist archive is all about
2: weird that is also the title of my
1: self-published ebook memoir yeah well it's also a podcast about the history of why we are resistant to new things And if that sounds familiar, guys, it's because, well, we were on the show talking about uh, that everlasting culture war between old and young people. You remember that, Al? Vaguely. Well, it's a fantastic show. It's hosted by Jason Pfeiffer, guys. He's the editor-in-chief of Entrepreneur Magazine. Ooh, I like that guy. And we think 2G1P listeners are going to like it.
2: I'm subscribing on Apple Podcasts or wherever I get my favorite podcasts.
0: And now a real post entitled, Dog Wearing a Shoe. Just social network yeah, behind all those other social networks next door
1: today I saw a dog walking down the street with a shoe on I'm extremely curious how this happened maybe a criminal was hiding his shoe on the dog Maybe some sort of new trick dogs have learned. Please let me know what you think. Scared me a bit. Scared face emoji.
2: I love the idea of dogs in people clothes. I have no problem with this. (laughs)
1: What kind of people clothes would you put on your dog?
2: Like a little overalls. No, <laughs> okay. Overalls, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they'd have, they'd have multiple outfits.
1: Yeah. Costume <laughs> changes throughout the day, depending on what time of day they're My taking their walk. My dog would be
2: a fucking diva with costume changes.
1: <laughs> My favorite in uh, Chelsea in Manhattan is I saw two identical dogs walking with little yellow raincoats on. They were so
2: cute. <laughs> Were they identical or did just like all dogs look the same to you? Oh,
1: hey Oh, shots fired (laughs) Shots fired
2: Anyway Who is the best neighbor? Who is the best neighbor
1: in your neighborhood? In your neighborhood In your neighborhood The song just gets sadder every time you say it (laughs) Uh,
4: Today's trivia is pretty, pretty heavy Pretty straightforward, but uh, yeah. the answer is important here, guys. Who is the best sitcom neighbor of all time? The best. A, Kramer from Seinfeld. B, Steve Urkel from Family Matters. Or C, Wilson from Home Improvement.
2: D, Wilson the volleyball. That,
4: and Allie <laughs> made her own choice, D. Yes. Uh, and uh, Jen, you went with uh, Kramer. Kramer. Yeah. You went with Allie's first first instinct, which was That's Kramer.
1: Th- he's the most famous, yeah. yeah.
4: The correct answer is... Hey, Kramer from Seinfeld.
1: Yes. Yes.
4: (laughs) I don't see why this could, how this could possibly be confusing or controversial. Once again, I don't,
2: know why i went away from my instinct and i also didn't think through the fact that like it's just matt deciding who he thinks is the best neighbor this
1: <laughs> is the most subjective trivia ultimate. we've ever no, had right. this yeah, is an objective ultimate, fact yeah, no. this well,
4: was researched multiple sources
1: mm-hmm. okay like the sources, what matt? The <laughs> so Ugh. what makes kramer what makes him the best neighbor the
4: entrance the entrance okay the door flying open yeah it's like oh almost like a little moonwalk he just like skates in yeah, you
1: know? like we all wish that guy. Do we really wish he we was our neighbor? What do we? No, think? no, really? not
4: in real right. life. Okay. Terrible neighbor. Oh, okay. Well, so who's
2: the best neighbor then, Matthew?
4: I said who is the best sitcom neighbor?
1: <laughs> oh no,
4: when you he's on a sitcom. Bitch.
2: You. Bitch. Now we're getting into the details? I know. Little. Bitch. This was a misleading trivia question. I
4: got to say, though, uh, adding your own an- r- write in answer of Wilson the volleyball, <laughs> like, I almost picked that one. <laughs> I got to be uh,
2: honest. Oh, you, oh, we never even thought about this, Jen. He could change the answer.
1: <laughs> I know. Depending on, yeah, it depends on so how many TJ's gift he cards he has that week. Yeah. Wilson the volleyball. <laughs> we need to start checking his answers. I hope you listeners yeah, are checking that. He really did. Really responses. Yeah. Well,. Let's get into the good stuff. So, we have with us today the creator of Best of Next Door, which is a Twitter account that documents the most absurd, meme-worthy, um, heartwarming posts on the app Next Door. It's getting a lot of traction, so welcome Jen Takahashi. Woo!
5: Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely, thanks for being here in our little neighborhood. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh at that. Don't laugh at that. Oh man. Okay,
5: so tell us, how did this get started? Well, so I live in San Francisco, and I used to live in this super quiet neighborhood called Glen Park. And I would, I first became obsessed with Next Door while I was living there because I feel like no matter how crazy of a day I had. I can always rely on going to next door and always seeing my neighbor consistently post at the same time every day about her lawn gnomes. And she would freak out if anyone touched her lawn gnome every single day. So it just became part of my routine. I don't know why. It was just such a... For me, of fresh it depends air.
2: who's touching my gnomes.
3: True, um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I understand. Are you the
5: neighbor?
3: Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> yeah. right. Okay.
2: So you would reliably see this gnome thing.
5: Yes, and um, and I I loved it. It was just kind of really cute and really endearing. And there wasn't a lot of um, crazy shenanigans going on in Glen Park. So I found that people would complain about the the pettiest or the the most ridiculous things. And then I moved to Soma of San Francisco, and it wasn't as cute. (laughs) There's a lot more crime that goes on and a lot more um, non-frivolous things that go on in Soma. And so because I missed the kind of the small neighborhood vibe so much, my friends and my family started actually sending me their posts from their neighborhood's. And so I just started compiling them and I actually just created this Twitter account just for myself as a way to kind of save everything that was getting sent to me. And then people just started submitting and it kind of just took off. What year was this, Jen? Let's see. 2017. Okay. 2017.
1: Was it already open to submissions? How did that work? When did it start to blow up?
5: So I also started, um, I'm just remembering this because it's been um, not too long, I guess just a year and a half, but I started looking on Twitter just to see what people were tweeting about next door. And so I would start liking or retweeting those tweets that I would come across with next door mentions. And that's how um, I started getting a few followers because, you know, these people obviously got a kick out of next door. And so they kind of liked kind of having a resource to kind of have more of those posts.
2: So it's actually the, the safer quieter neighborhoods have more ridiculous posts. Is that correct?
5: Yeah. I, you know what? I, I've, I've also gotten in trouble for saying this before, but I'll say it again. I actually get most of my submissions from Seattle. And so I've called Seattle huh. the Florida of next door. I saw that you said that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and no one can kind of believe that I said that. They're, they're asking me if the Atlantic reporter, you know, misquoted me. And I was like, no, I said what I said. Seattle is like the Florida of next door. I can't help it. Like, most I of my also don't know
2: how that would be misquoted. Is, is Seattle like super <laughs> upset about this?
5: A little bit. That's
2: awesome. Wait, so why do you think Seattle is so crazy?
5: Oh, my gosh. So my all-time favorite next door story of all time happened in Seattle. So as we all know, Seattle is obsessed with Seahawks. And um, in this one neighborhood in West Seattle, there was a neighbor who had an actual cannon that they would fire every single time the Seahawks scored a touchdown, which is insane in itself. But someone actually posted on Nextdoor with a photo of their dog in a bathtub saying, you know, please um, keep in mind the pets that are terrified of noises, people with PTSD, you know, little kids, please just keep us in mind. And um, there was a lot of back and forth about the cannon. And so it ended up getting to like over 200 comments, people were going back and forth. Some were saying that they hated the Seahawks and they root for them to lose. <laughs> and then one really sweet neighbor chimed in and he said something like, you know what, we're all neighbors. Why don't we just get together like neighbors should and just meet at the library and just talk this out in person? And so they all went to the library. People showed up and spe- like decked out in seahawks gear <laughs> and they ended up getting into an actual brawl at the Seattle oh Library. God, <laughs> people were arrested and, <laughs> and then the cannon fired for the rest of the night oh this my is so God. sad and
2: unsurprising and ridiculous wait so nobody ever called the cops on this guy just like shooting a cannon like, that can't be legal.
5: I'm not sure. The, the law is actually kind of tricky. where um, And they also kind of had a hard time narrowing down where the canon was coming from. I think some people obviously knew, but they didn't want to... They liked the cannon. It was um, it was pretty even. It was pretty fifty-fifty. How I would say. big
2: or loud of a cannon is this? And where are the cannonballs going? <laughs> I don't understand. In a city, you could just be like shooting a fucking cannon. Maybe it's
1: like a t-shirt gun. Like maybe they're not
5: shooting cannons.
2: But that's not a cannon.
5: <laughs> I don't know. It's a t-shirt cannon.
2: That's a t-shirt
0: gun. <laughs>
5: I don't know, but it was a canon so major that it had people show up at the library and brawl.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But
4: this idea that it started as a noise complaint, a legitimate concern of like, this is in... Our neighborhood, what's going on here? And rapidly devolved into like, the Seahawks are awesome. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Like, that's what this was about. Do you like the Seahawks enough?
5: Yeah. <laughs> that's did, exactly did what it was. Did the Seahawks comment? They didn't comment. Um, I do know that some of the funnier comments I remember reading was one person was a huge Seahawks fan, but he liked to watch the games on his DVR, And so he hated hearing the canon because he felt like those were spoiler Spoilers. <laughs> Funny. That's a legitimate Fair. concern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I actually, um, it used to be my pin tweet for for a while. It's my absolute favorite thing. Um, you can Google Seahawks Cannon. There's um, a couple of Seattle publications. They, um, they kind of wrote about it.
1: So what are some of your other favorite posts that you've ever seen?
5: Oh, that's, um, honestly, they're all kind of just so, it's just amazing to me because it's and next door, you know, obviously, is a social network, and it's it's just crazy that people would say such kind of outlandish things to people who live right next to them. <laughs> so uh, I I'm trying to think. Some of my some of my favorites are um, I have kind of a recurring tweet: "This is not a dating site" with a little clapping hands oh, emojis. No. <laughs> <laughs> because and it, and it's insane to me that you know people clearly know how crazy their neighbors are, but they're still on there trying to get a date with them. Wow. So how, it's how
1: nuts. have people got about that? They're like, how, how would you even do that on next door? <laughs> is it like a misconnection Craigslist oh, thing good. or like how, what's the vibe?
5: Yeah. So I feel like this is where a lot of people are, are going for their misconnections, which I guess it makes sense, you know, because it's in the neighborhood, but, um, uh, Uh, Yeah, there's a a lot of posts looking for you know threesomes. (laughs) Um, There's this one (laughs) news story that I posted uh, recently on Twitter um, of this news local news segment that focused on this one next door post causing a huge ruckus in the neighborhood because someone was looking for for swingers. And it got the whole neighborhood kind of up in arms. So,
2: (laughs) are there any like uh, doubles where it's like, hey, you know, I've got this old VCR, I'm trying to sell. Also, anyone want to (laughs) fuck?
5: Probably. (laughs) It's like
1: one, you know, just like neighborly. Two birds, one stone. Yeah.
5: (laughs) Yeah. Does that happen? Oh, I see those a lot. I see maybe not exactly that, but I do see like the two birds, one stone thing a lot. Where with like appliances and
2: sex, because like that in particular. Speaks to me.
5: I think I did actually see a photo of someone trying to sell, um, quote unquote, trying to sell a microwave oven. But he was taking a photo of it, and he was clearly like naked <laughs> in the photo, like in the reflection.
2: Okay, now that's all kinds of things right there.
4: <laughs> Where side note, there is a subreddit. I think it's called like people taking pictures. Of mirrors where people are trying to sell mirrors or other reflective objects, and you <laughs> then see them taking the photo with their phone in the mirror and they don't re they're like so dumb that they don't realize they're in the photo i just <laughs> speaks to me. how I, many of
2: them are naked yeah, a lot i like i like the idea of them like just being intentionally naked <laughs>
5: yeah i think that was microwave ovens guy yeah i think he was definitely trying to be intentionally naked <laughs>
2: okay and what area is just so normal like all they ever do is post like really reasonable things i guess you get no, she's you probably get not getting those you're like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. like what's something that stands out you're like man i've never gotten a post from baltimore I'm from Baltimore and that place is weird. So
5: (laughs) I I wish I could, it used to be New York, but I feel like New York has really kind of upped their game a little bit. So, um, yeah, I kind of, and that's one thing that I find fascinating. It's kind of no matter where you live in the country and it's, you know, how divided the country is right now, we all are kind of very similar in complaining about the same things.
1: I know it seems kind of obvious, but what are the most common complaints that people make?
5: Yeah, it's, it's hard because there are so many common ones that I kind of just of known uh-huh. to them. But um, I would say that, they, you know, people can kind of complain about anything. I remember one, um, one trending post was, you know, during the election season, someone thought that there was a suspicious person walking around the neighborhood who was promoting, quote unquote, voting. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, my God. So, Everyone is suspicious. Um, There was another another neighbor that was super paranoid because their next door neighbor had a super tall sunflower and they were convinced that there was a camera hidden oh inside my the sunflower God. just to spy. Yeah, just to spy on them.
1: That resonates with me living in, a, in an apartment with no uh, curtains on the windows. I'm always thinking like, oh, my you neighbor's like spying on me. You could curtains,
5: right? I you
2: know, could... it's my fault. It's your Part apartment. of me likes the thrill. <laughs> so... Part of me <laughs> <laughs> likes
1: the thrill, yeah.
5: Okay. Okay. You, you're tall uh, enough yeah. to yeah. put them up. Yeah, you can definitely hang out. <laughs> oh, That reminds me actually of another post that I got. That's probably one of my favorites. It happened in Denver. Someone um, posted a photo of basically an apartment across from their building. So they're kind of looking into this apartment across from them. And there was a horse. standing in the room. What? An actual horse. In and the so room? they reported it as suspicious. How, to get in the yeah.
3: room?
2: How does the horse so get through suspicious.
5: a doorway? I know. It, there's so many questions. I don't know if it was just a cutout, but I'm looking at the photo right now and it really doesn't look like a cutout. <laughs> it looks like a legit horse. <laughs> Yeah, the caption was got up to get a drink of water at 2 a.m. and saw this. Oh my God, I'd be mm. so
1: freaked out. I don't, I don't even know. I'd call the police, right? <laughs> what would you guys do? I don't yeah. Animal control.
2: <laughs> I still don't oh, get why no one was calling the police on the cannon guy.
5: Oh, they did. But I think that some cops were also cannon fans. Oh,
2: the cops were like, <laughs> so, <"Sey laughs> yes.
1: so
5: Jen, why do you think the best next door has resonated with so many people? I think because it's so relatable. Um, I actually just did a, um, my, my first ever talk in, in Missouri at this film festival. And I was so surprised at how many people just came up to me and told me their crazy neighborhood stories. Um, and it's, their crazy neighbor stories are actually, you know, pretty similar to to the ones in San Francisco. Everyone kind of just they we have a ton of just crazy neighbors. Some are paranoid, some are, you know, petty, some are some are actually super nice. So, um it's it's always been really interesting to kind of like see how how relatable. Yeah. It all is. It's
1: just, it's like one of having neighbors is one of those things I feel like, like we all experience, but we don't really talk about because usually they're not close enough to be friends, but it is people who really make up the fabric of your everyday life. So yeah, it, it's strange that we don't talk about it more.
5: <laughs> exactly. Well, do you guys have any crazy neighbor uh, stories? I want to
2: uh, be the crazy neighbor.
1: I, I think I, yeah, <laughs>
2: I'm going I'm to post a ton of photos of me Um, just naked, but taking photos of things that are just slightly reflective. You know, like a sell a TV, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but none of it's for sale. Mm -hmm. This is just how I'm gonna meet my husband. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, actually, I I I don't know something weirder. Yeah, Jen?
1: I've definitely had a neighbor, I'm not going to say what it was, but th- I've had a neighbor like kind of clearly see me through my window do something compromising <laughs> that I can't share on the <laughs> podcast. Um, All right.
2: I believe you've just shared it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well... And I think ever since then i've been really paranoid so yeah maybe i am the crazy neighbor
2: <laughs> too you've, you've um, i chosen, also neighbor- <laughs> you've lived in this apartment for like 12 13 years and you've chosen not to get blinds so you are i know the crazy i know
1: so maybe part of me likes that I one time had a neighbor um because i live really close to some other apartment buildings just looking across the way um it was like one of those sex in the city moments or this was like a decade ago it was a man standing like in in one of the apartments above me looking down clearly into the into my apartment and he was flashing his light on and off Oh, my God. And I think he was like suggesting, you know, do you want to I believe that actually wasn't a Sex and the City episode. <laughs> and I like turned out all my lights. <gasps> oh, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> that used to be code for like, you know, do you want to like get it on in the window or whatever. <laughs> and yet Jen
2: still did not choose to hang blinds.
1: I know. It's a, it's a curious thread <laughs> of my life, yeah.
2: So, what other kind of national trends are you seeing, if any?
5: Probably a lot of just a lot of paranoia, a lot of pettiness. Actually, one post that I got recently that I'm still trying to process, um, kind of, I would love to get your guys' take on it. Yeah. There is this woman, I, her, I remember her name is Vicky, and she ordered, basically she actually had the post in front of me. She wrote, I'm pretty, t- I hate to be this person, but I'm pretty tired of people using my circular driveway as a pull through turnaround. So much that I posted a sign at the end of my driveway. Apparently that isn't enough. That said, I just put two of these in my Amazon cart. They will be here Monday. Things will work out the way they work out. Shrug emoji. May the odds be ever in your favor. And she ordered spike strips. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm curious. What do you, Are you guys pro-Vicky? Or yeah. whose team are you on? I just don't know why Viki's,
2: anyone cares so uh, much. Like, why do you care? Also, like, now you have an ugly yard. Like, I don't understand why you would care that much. Well...
1: I don't know. I could see I like what if it they're doing in the middle of the night. night.
2: Yeah. Then if it was yeah. keeping me up at night, I would murder them.
1: If it is, if it is the <laughs> same person who keeps turning around in the driveway, then maybe they deserve a spike strip. Just like but one I one person feeling, going in
2: circles all night. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I have a yeah. feeling it might be a lot of random people just needing to turn around. And in that case, it's just like an unsuspecting person getting the spike strip. So i and then they're stuck there yeah, exactly I, she doesn't Whoa, want somebody she yeah, should think trapped. that through that's a good
5: point point. and so i actually did a poll and <laughs> okay. there's about thirteen thousand votes on it so i said team hmm. vicky or team everyone else and which one do you think won team vicky, vicky. <laughs> team everyone else 51 oh, that's good that's good, that's good. But, yeah but it was so okay so, so it's pretty split so it's 40, yeah. 49% team Vicky and 51% everyone else.
4: I think a huge part of this is, do you live in a suburb or like own a house versus are, are you living in an urban area or maybe you're younger? Cause like, I want to, I want to side with you guys and be everyone else, but a, as someone who lives in the burbs, like, like. Having hundreds or thousands of people using your um, your property as like a thoroughfare or or uh, as a side street when it is private property, like there's something about that's like like fuck you, fuck off, man, I'm, <laughs> get out of my get out of my yard. I get it, I understand what yeah. what Vicky's all about here.
5: But how many people could possibly be doing that in in like one day?
1: Right, too many. Yeah,
5: yeah. I don't know. I'm so yeah. I'm so intrigued by like what happened if if people ended up getting stuck. Like if it was just like you know uh, an Amazon delivery person, right. what happened? So I'm just <laughs> yeah, I'm so invested in this one.
2: Okay, we haven't asked a big question, which is uh, what does next door think? Um, they. I read that they hate you.
5: <laughs> they don't. <laughs>
4: Spoiler alert.
5: Yeah, um, which is honestly kind of confusing to me because, um, you know, the past couple years have just been super depressing. And all I really wanted to do was bring a little bit of levity back to Twitter, you know, with like more drama about the lawn gnomes and everything. I get a lot of um, really terrible submissions, which I would say is probably the worst part of um, kind of managing this account is just kind of like fielding through all the kind of negative submissions because there are, you know, a lot of horrible examples of. You know, racism, hating homeless people, just all kinds of things, and so that's why I'm not. Um, I still don't really truly understand why Nextdoor kind of has a problem with it so much when I'm only highlighting the lighthearted things um, and never really highlighting the, the the really bad stuff that's on yeah, there. I
2: don't know, you're just showing how silly they are, so I guess they don't like that. But I feel like yeah. all press is good press and it's definitely funny. You haven't even talked about some that like had me totally giggling this morning. Like the person who's like, I found 60 goats on my driveway last night. They spent the night. Whose goats are these? Like, how does that happen? That 60 goats just show up. Oh, yeah. or the, someone, the, someone said, I'm looking for someone who specializes in vaginoplasty asking for a friend. Oh, she yeah. even specializes asking for
5: a friend yeah. with a
2: meat curtains problem. And I'm like, oh my God, there are so <laughs> many problems with this fucking post. Oh yeah, I
5: got another submission recently where um someone was trying to find um nipple reduction surgery oh my for, god. Their pet. For, their for their dog <laughs> of, uh, of course it was an: alley. Yeah. oh yeah. my god so superficial oh.
2: my pup's nipples aren't as aesthetically pleasing as i'd like them to be
1: they're not getting booked yeah. for any work
2: <laughs> oh shit yeah what if they're trying <laughs> a dog model
1: yeah, yeah.
2: A Purina mm-hmm. shit.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: Don't judge. So. You don't know I also lives. like this
2: one that I <laughs> interpret it as really passive aggressive. It says, I'm looking for a recommendation on a dog poop service that can come up, a- pick up dog poop on a regular basis. To me, that's just like passive aggressive where it's like, hey, assholes, none of you are picking up your dog poop. <laughs> She's so yeah. like asking for a recommendation yeah. for someone to come pick it up. <laughs> oh my God. Like Who Human. does that? Yeah. <laughs> I feel okay. like this is such like an amazing, just like look at humanity.
5: Actually, that's one thing I barely even post about anymore is dog poop, because I would say half of the submissions I get are about dog poop. And if I were to just post all of those, it would it's just a be big a big problem.
1: Poop. PSA to people out <laughs> there. If you get a dog, it's going to poop and you have to clean it up. <laughs> like ugh, people yeah, in think a that city, through.
2: yeah otherwise like the sidewalk is just like literally you're dodging poop.
1: In New York you get a lot of like the bags of poop yeah. on the street like people take the time to put it in a bag and then they just leave it on the street. And then they're like no, "I'm got
2: to leave this here. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that too. I'm uh, like but just you one went extra to that to and it's tied it. up too. And yeah, I'm like yeah. you did
5: all the work. Yeah. In this Atlantic article I remember um, the reporter, he said something that I thought was so perfect. He said something like, no one, you know, Democrat or Republican wants a neighborhood strewed with dog poop. Yeah. And that is so true. That's oh why I God, feel like half we, of the submissions like the I get country. That's right. Over dog poop. We yes. all deal with I'm it run the run fucking for time.
2: president <laughs> on a platform around dog poop. I'm old enough <laughs> to run for president now. So I'm ready. Yeah.
1: Cool. I'll be your VP. I'll run the, the nipple reduction platform.
2: Yes, great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel ready.
3: <laughs> Are there any other surprising things
2: that have happened? Have you have you met a lot more of your own
3: neighbors
5: through this? Um. No, not really. Because I yeah, I live in Soma. Oh, and another kind of fun fun little tidbit is I actually almost live next door to next door. That's great. Oh <laughs> That's great. I live like a block away from them, so I've actually kind of walked past the CEO a couple times. And, <laughs> and, and I've introduced myself. You have? So yeah, and what happened? <laughs> this actually happened recently. I was on the phone. I was on the phone with my mom crossing the street on my way to work. And he, um, he happened to walk by me. And so I said to my mom, should I introduce myself? And she said, yes. So I hung up and <laughs> I ran awesome. over and I introduced myself. And I said, <laughs> um, he said that he was on the phone and I, you know, he had, you know, AirPods in. So I don't know if maybe he could have been on the phone, but he thanked me for introducing myself, and that was it. Uh, <laughs> he was like, I hate you. I know. And he just it really slow.
1: He just and immediately well. went on the app. He's like, suspicious yeah. woman roaming the streets.
5: <laughs> that is something that's actually kind of funny is I've seen Best of Nextdoor trending on Nextdoor a few times, where I get notifications that the trending post is Best of Nextdoor awards. The neighbor's either loving it or, um, or kind of yeah. hating it. Yeah. But- <laughs> Right. So it all gets very meta. <laughs> so what's next for Best of Nextdoor? I kind of really just kind of like how it is right now. Again, the kind of reason why I wanted to, the reason why I became obsessed with Nextdoor in the first place is because it brought kind of some levity to my day. And that's kind of why I don't want to, or I'm not ready yet to kind of make it a, into a bigger thing is um, I kind of just like to have it as kind of like a little side project where I'm still kind of really enjoying going through the submissions. Sorry.
2: What are you apologizing for? jen and i used to perform internet text on stage we did that show for a long time in new york and this is totally the type of thing we would have performed oh
5: really (laughs) it's insane Yeah. yeah (laughs) Yeah, do you guys have any memorable Nextdoor moments?
2: Well, I was telling Jen and Matt before you joined us, I'm signed up to Nextdoor, but I've never used it. But I am a fan of Best of Nextdoor. Why go to Nextdoor when I have a place to get the best of it? (laughs) You've curated it for me, so I won't be using it. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you so much. Oh, yeah, this is
5: super fun. Thank you so much for having me.
0: They're the people that you'll meet.
1: Each day. Well, that whole thing made me thankful that there are no cannons in my neighborhood.
2: And that I don't live in Seattle. Yeah. At the same point, <laughs> but just nowhere near there. Yeah.
4: Go Seahawks.
1: I know. We had a neighborhood really mystery the sleep. other night. Ooh, I, I should go it. on next door. Uh, so it was like midnight and suddenly really loud helicopter noises and hell there was more than one helicopter. I couldn't see them, but clearly it was happening and I'm not on next door, so I went on Twitter and people were like what are these weird helicopter noises in Chelsea like and then somebody else was like low flying helicopter near my building what's going on and you know I just kept searching like different hashtags and things but I never found out what happened. It was never reported in the news. So seems like i should have gone to next door chemtrails yeah chemtrails definitely
4: what it was was.
1: i mean that's what i figured yeah
4: (laughs) i just love also that your neighborhood is new york fucking city so (laughs) like when something's happening in new york city you go on the one of the biggest social networks to find out what's happening like twitter it's just i don't know next door would not have necessarily been valuable in that Situation.
1: That's true. Maybe Twitter actually wasn't most helpful. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Someone posted that, uh, are you missing your kangaroo or wallaby? <laughs> I want to say yes and see if I can get a kangaroo. Are they asking
1: yeah. if you are missing it?
2: If you are missing your kangaroo or wallaby, it's chilling in my driveway.
1: <laughs> well, look,
4: if this is Sydney next door. It's Texas. Then... Oh, never mm, mind.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah I just love that like humanity when left to their own devices always gets fucking weird Also <laughs> it's such an interesting blend of it's online and there's the anonymity of being online and the way people behave when it's somewhat anonymous or you're not seeing them face to face but it's your fucking neighbor
1: yeah right <laughs> so right.
2: you may very well see this person face to face like it's such a weird clash
1: I find it so awkward that people are doing misconnections on next door but that makes a lot of sense that it's moved. To that platform, but like it, it's if oh, it yeah, is that's, your neighbor, that's yeah. yeah, you're gonna have to run into them, and it's it's not as anonymous, right?
2: Connections wise is kind of cute.
1: So it'd be like me, like Jen Jamula, and then I'd be like talking about my next door neighbor, like blue jeans, gray shirt, flashing his lights, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Left his name. wallaby in my doorstep,
1: mounted on a horse. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway,
2: friends, if you have a crazy neighbor, tweet us. I'm at Allie Gold.
1: I'm at June Bugger. You can also email us about all of your neighbors' stories at two G one podcast at gmail or you
4: can call. Speaking us. of emails, oh oh, I have one for you. <laughs> yeah. Oh the, the man. Very,
2: okay. All right. Let's well, do let's it. I got an email. Okay. Let's do it.
4: This is uh, this is a little segment that I like to call. Uh, emails from listeners what do you what do you guys think
1: it's a little t- i think it's, it's catchy. too i'm not clear what it is you know like too vague yeah. all
4: right i'll work mm-hmm. on it all right mm-hmm. tentatively titled emails from listeners pending workshopping a new title cool. uh this email is from a listener named jim finley he's emailing about our pranks episode uh and he enjoyed all the chrome extension pranks and uh the culture of pranks on the internet but he was all, He also tells a story in the email. He says, when I was in high school in the 70s, so this is uh, way back when, pre-internet, of course, pre-web, I should say, uh, one of my friends did a good AM radio DJ act. There was a payphone at the school's administration building, and we'd go to the school newspaper classroom where there was a phone, and from which... Uh, we would call the payphone. We would call the payphone when someone walked by. So I guess they were like waiting for someone to to walk, and then they would call. And then people would answer the phone and they would pretend to be a radio DJ and they would say like, if you could sing the Campbell's soup jingle as loudly as possible, we'll send you like a case of Campbell's soup in whatever flavor you want. So basically like tricking people into like singing the (laughs) Campbell's jingle right outside of the guidance counselor's office uh, in high school. That is such a
2: delightful prank. It's like wholesome and lovely way to prank your neighbor. And
1: hilarious. You Rapscallion, Jim. <laughs> so tell us. We do want to hear That's from you. That's his first
2: name, actually. Jim is his last name.
1: <laughs> it's his formal title, <laughs> Rapscallion. Um, yeah, we do want to hear from you. 2 <laughs> g one Podcast at gmail.com. Also, we love getting voicemails. We also have another like really vaguely t- titled segment called Voicemails from Listeners. I don't know.
4: Yeah, we're going to work We're
1: workshopping it. it. But anyway, uh, you could leave us voicemail. We might play it on the show. You can call us, and that phone number is
0: 347 871 6548. That number again, 347 871 6
1: lit. And you can join our Discord server, discord.gg2g1p, where listeners of the show are suggesting topics, questions for shows, and also just having a conversation with one another and us. And Ellie, if they want to contribute, how do they do it?
2: You can go to patreon.com slash 2G1P and please do.
1: <laughs> Alright. See you guys in the neighborhood and or next week. One Podcast is hosted.
0: Jennifer Jamulia and Allison Goldblatt and sent next door to borrow a cup of sugar I mean produced by Matt Silverman in New York City. This episode was edited by Sophie Bridges. Production assistance is provided by the Podglomerate. This show is a production of the Daily Dot, the number one source for in-depth reporting about life on the internet. (laughs)
4: The Pod A Sonic Universe.
3: Scared me a bit. Ah!